Hi! Welcome to Wasted Takes Episode 4. Back at it after uh, another crazy NFL weekend. Um, I'm Trey. I'm joined, as always, by Cam, Tucker, and Dylan. Boys, how we doing? Fantastic. I mean, I'm surprised we made it this long. Honestly. I know. We're a month in now, boys. Hell yeah. Four episodes. Cheers. Crazy. Hey, cheers to that, baby. Um, all right. So, you guys want to just jump into it? Let's yeah, do it. let's do it. All right. So, uh, crazy weekend in the NFL again. Um, crazy stuff. Uh, we had some some takes, some bad takes, some good takes. Let's go over our winners and our losers, man. Uh, our bad takes, I'll lead off. I mean, so I, I started the show by saying the Packers are hot frauds, and they beat a Seahawks team that I was high on. I don't know why I was high on them. They stink. But uh, Tucker was right all along. But, yeah, the Packers... They're still frauds. I think they'll lose next round, but uh, they they won this round. Aaron looks good. Um, yeah. Anything on that, guys? I mean, it was a battle of two losers in that game. I don't think either team played particularly well. I don't think either team is particularly good. It's going to be 49ers by about a million next week. I was happy to be right, but I was not impressed by how either team played that entire game. Yeah, I... Um... I think without Russell Wilson, without Bobby Wagner, bless their souls, uh, that team is <laughs> the worst in the league. Uh, DK's got potentially the monster. Tyler Lockett is hit or miss. But um, that team needs help, and uh, Pete Carroll hasn't been giving it to him lately. Again, don't know how DK went in the second round, but whatever. Um, the Ravens, biggest biggest upset. The Titans are on a heater. But the Ravens, Tucker's potential dynasty, is are they're dead. They're dead. Yeah, that was a tough hit for me. But you know what? I'm right and I'm wrong in the same take. I mean, Lamar Jackson, is he a fraud? I, I mean, it's clear he doesn't have the clutch gene. Over two in the playoffs. Had two interceptions and a fumble. Tucker, Couldn't Tucker. convert on fourth down. I just want to get this out of the way right now. Because people are saying our podcast, it lacks integrity because of you. You should be kicked off the podcast. You should be fired. I've gotten death threats, basically. I'm giving you a chance right now to say that Lamar is a good quarterback right now. Hey, hey, I've said it. Lamar is a good quarterback. I think that he's a good quarterback. Do I think he's like Pat Mahomes level? No, no. absolutely not. He's going to be in. He's going to be a great quarterback for three years. And the same way that RG3 dropped off and Colin Kaepernick dropped off, he's going to drop off the same way. These mobile quarterbacks work for a little bit. They're not a long-term deal. All right. how it works. Sticking with it. 350-something yards, isn't he? Yeah, but he couldn't convert on fourth down. All right. I didn't watch the game. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. (laughs) Yeah, I got more on that later. Um, All right. And then, uh, Tucker, why don't you tell us about your little story about betting the Texans this weekend? Yeah, this was one of my most brutal beats I think I've ever had. I just remember it was just terrible. I mean, up 24 points. I'm sitting there. Me and my buddy had about 30 bucks on a teaser with everything, both games, overs, and then the Texans and the uh, Packers. And I sat there happy. I'm like, hey, they got to score 41 straight points for me to not cover this bet. So this is a win. First quarter, I chalked it up as a win was smiling ear to ear. And then what do you know, Patrick Mahomes just decided to go full God mode and just, what, seven touchdowns in a row? I mean, I've one of the most incredible performances I've seen. Yeah, that's a tough beat, man. You you can't count those beat you can't count those bets when they're not locked in. That was your it's biggest the, mistake. It's the first time that's ever happened in history, going from down twenty to up twenty in the same game. It's never happened before. Yeah, man. I mean it was a crazy game, but um, we, we weren't all wrong, though. We had some good takes. We had um, uh, Vikings and Texans are who we thought they were, frauds. I'm, I'm taking the Vikings loss as a personal victory because I said they were bad from the jump, and they stunk, so they stink. Anything, Cam? Uh, no. <laughs> all right. I mean, <laughs> the offensive line there was just awful. It yeah. killed the entire game. Kirk got sacked six times. Dalvin couldn't do anything. It killed their offense. Nick Bosa is a freak of nature. 
It absolutely destroyed any chance the Vikings had of being able to do anything that game. Yeah, and we'll jump we'll jump into more of that later. Um, in terms of our Twitter participation with uh, our listeners, we had a couple polls this week. We had uh, based on last week which dynasty we were going to have, and I'm coming out shiny again. People agree, Pats are back. A um, couple things with the Pats. First of all, Edelman arrested. It's a no story. Guy got a little too intoxicated, had a little too much fun with his buddy Paul Pierce and Danny Amendola. I mean, stuff happens like that all the time. That's follower bias. Uh, the poll, by the way. Hey, man. You got to know your audience, and I know my audience. Parents where you know your audience, you won. But uh, what, what got second? Just curious. I didn't even bother checking because once I had it locked up, I was just like, whatever, I win. Niners. All right. <laughs> um, and then our other Twitter poll we put out this morning was uh, – what was our best ways to take? And Cam, you and I tied with 33%. Uh, the Packers are frauds. People still think so, even after the win. And that Bill Belichick is going to the Browns. I mean, that was an all-time ways to take. And it's going down in history as one of the best in the show, I think. The Ball drop, too. Ball drop. The, the more I thought about that take after you said it, the more I said, oh, like, if, if Belichick were to leave the Patriots, he would – probably want to go to the Browns. So Either there or the Giants. Yeah. I'm I'm with you on that. Yeah. So. No, it's it's not just it's like not like totally crazy. So, Thank you. So props to Cam on that one. Um oh I missed one one thing on the Patriots as well. Um this has to do with like coach hirings and stuff, speaking of Belichick, but um McDaniels doesn't look like he's going anywhere. Browns hired the Vikings guy. I don't even know his name. McDaniels looks like he's staying with the Patriots and I kinda hate it. So um I don't know. Oh, wait. Ways to take. Belichick is forcing the Browns to suck with a new head coach instead of McDaniel, so then Belichick can slide in. What do you got, Cam? Years. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. That's a little too much for me. I just said he's going to go there eventually. This, I mean, if it I'm works good. out that way. All right, so um, on to this week, I guess. So um, we had our picks from last week. Uh, Tucker... You went one and three. You went against the grain. You gambled. You lost. Um, so you went one and three. You're now two and six in the playoffs. Uh, Dylan, Cam, and I all went two and two, leaving Dylan at four and four, Cam at five and three, and me at two and six. So we're bottom dweller sucker. The McNinch boys are not having a good go of it in these playoffs. Ah, so, uh, uh, great. We'll turn it around. We could turn it around. So um, I don't think so. <laughs> all right. So uh, let's let's jump into waste and ta- wasted takes. And I'm gonna lead off here with something that's g- gonna make people angry. And it's, it. it's going to make Tucker excited. So my right, waste okay. to take is that Lamar Jackson just lost his best and only opportunity to win a Super Bowl. Now stay with me here. It's not because he's a bad quarterback. He's very, very good, and he will continue to be good. And he's not a system quarterback either. He'd be good anywhere he goes. But you saw the Titans take away the run. They took away the run, and he turned into a pumpkin, basically. He wasn't that good. He had some yards here and there, but, like, come on. He did, he didn't, he couldn't throw over the middle of the – he couldn't throw to the sideline. Excuse me. He could only throw over the middle of the field. It just – he needs to be a better passer if they're going to win in the playoffs with him at quarterback. Um, and, to, and to me, the reason he's not going to be as good going forward is because his play style is just not sustainable. I mean, an injury is likely to happen when you're running out in the open field like that all the time, especially when you're a quarterback and you're a slimmer guy – so I just think if he gets hurt, there's going to be a steep, steep decline in his play style. Um, and then if you look at other quarterbacks like him, like look at Mike Vick, albeit he did go to jail for a little bit in the middle of his career, but he never won anything. I mean, so I just I just look at that and I and I think that his team was so good and they were so built to make a run, but now teams are going to be able to figure them out. I think that he just lost his best and only opportunity to win a Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson will never win a Super Bowl. kind of that's my reaction to that so i think i think that the ravens are going to be good for the next few years and i think they're going to make the playoffs again and i think saying that that was his only chance to win a super bowl is a little far-fetched i think next year is probably the biggest year he has to prove just because okay he's 0-2 in the playoffs but you know rome wasn't built in a day as i like to say so I think next year he's got a he's got a lot more to prove as a third year guy or a two and a half year guy. If the Ravens have the same talent, maybe get some 
deep threat that's not Marquise Brown, uh, I think they can. I think he still has Super Bowl potential. But like you said, his playing style is going to be one figured out sooner or later, and two very injury prone. So yes and no. I'll hop in here. Um, I mean, saying that Lamar can have a better team, I think, is pretty far fetched. I mean, having more Pro Bowlers than twelve on your team. I mean, they had 12 Pro Bowlers. This is his best shot at winning one. Maybe you could say in the future if he can develop into a clutch player. But right now, it just feels like that guy doesn't have the clutch gene. I mean, he couldn't do anything on fourth down. He couldn't. He just couldn't convert. He I've been saying since the start of this podcast. A, it's just a big thing. I've been saying since the start of this podcast that the clutch gene is one of the most important things you can have as a quarterback. And he doesn't have it. He doesn't have it as of Absolutely. now. He can develop it, but he doesn't have. It. No, I agree, Tucker. That team was was stacked. I mean, there's a lot. I don't know anything about the uh, contract situation of any of those guys, so I'll put that as a little uh, anecdote on my take. But um, if they're, I mean, you got to imagine they're going to lose some talent, uh, and they're going to have to pay guys eventually. When Lamar gets paid, whoo, that's going to be crazy. But um, it'll be a big contract. But yeah, I think that losing that game to the Titans, who are I think unremarkable. I think, I mean, obviously Derrick Henry's a stud, but I think the Titans are pretty unremarkable, and for them to come into your house and beat you after all the hype, man, that's a that's a tough look, and I just don't see them being able to be this good again. But uh, Dylan, you got anything on it? Yeah, I think it's tough to be so dominant for an entire season. You can't guarantee that you're going to win, given his play style, if they take away the run. Right now, like you said, Trey, you, he has to develop his passing game. So the Titans just figured out a way to just stop the run, and, I mean, that was it. Once that went down, it was all downhill from there. Yeah, and I mean, some of the balls he threw were wobbly, and that's kind of been the thing all year. That's where Tucker's take, I think, came from, was that he couldn't throw a great spiral. I still think he's a very, very good quarterback, and he's going to continue and he, to be And one. he had a few runs that were really, really good. Like That stop like, one where he stopped on the guy, and he, and he hit the sideline? Oh, my God. There was another one where he took two steps and was at full speed and was already 15 yards down the field before anybody turned around. Like yeah. He has the capability in that, for sure. I just think he needs a tremendous offensive line in order for him to be really effective right now. If he develops his throwing game, then we'll see. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my wasted take. He's not going to win a Super Bowl. Um, who's up next? Uh, I can take this one. Um, my wasted take is that the Texans need to fire Bill O'Brien if they ever want to win a Super Bowl. This guy is the guy that can win you divisional championships, but he doesn't have it to win a Super Bowl. And the fact is is that he's great at developing quarterbacks, but he's not a great coach. And a great quarterback can carry you so far – but it can't win you a Super Bowl. And it was proven by the stat that, like, there hasn't been an uh, MVP player that's uh, been on a Super Bowl-winning team in over 20 years. Yeah. And, it, it, yeah, so, like, I, don't, I just don't see – he's not a good enough play caller. He's not a good enough – I mean, he's not – doesn't help all on the defensive side of the ball. Their defense was terrible, and it, he was just bad. And, I mean, Deshaun isn't enough to carry you to any farther than where they got this year. I mean, that's where the great coaches make adjustments. When you got a team going seven straight drives on you scoring, you got to do something different. And they just didn't seem to do anything. And he's just a proven loser. I mean, he hasn't done anything with that team. They're, they have talent. They have the receivers. They have a good quarterback. Um, but, yeah, I think – I don't know. I'd, I'd let him go a couple more years maybe, but then I'd say sayonara. So I was going to touch on the tight, uh, the Texans for my, um, my ways to take, but let me just say something quick. I won't do that anymore. Um, Deshaun Watson is very good. DeAndre Hopkins is very good. Will Fuller good. The offense good. Uh, the Texans will never win a Super Bowl, ever. They are a dumpster fire of an organization. The Bill O'Brien, like you said, Tucker, is horrendous, and he has—he just does not have it. Their offense is, is good, and Deshaun is a, a proven winner, but their defense with J.J. Watt and the talent that they have, and you still, you still just can't win, and you never have won, and you will never win. Um, I hate the Texans. They are one of my least favorite teams in the league. Uh, 
it's personal vendetta against just a team that I've watched since I since I started watching football, and they have never been good ever. I don't think they've ever made it to an AFC Championship game. I hate them, and I like that take. That is all. I spoke. <laughs> Anything on Bill O'Brien, Dylan? It was crazy because at the beginning of that game, they had they were obviously winning and they were beating the Chiefs in any way they could, and then the Chiefs just outplayed them for the rest of the game and I don't know if that's a coaching thing because I mean if you're up 24 or whatever and you end up losing yikes yeah I mean he didn't seem to make any adjustments so I don't know I I don't I I don't hate Bill O'Brien because he did some good stuff with the Patriots but I think that they need to do something because he's a great quarterback coach yeah he's not a great coach fair fair take fair take all right Dylan all right my wasted take hit me with it um kind of uh overarching over the whole NFL. I think the NFL is turning in a really good direction, at least from a fan's perspective. So my wasted take is that we now have a league where there's a lot more contenders for the super, winning the Super Bowl. And I think that's much better for the league and everybody watching. You know, we used to have just, you know, maybe a top two or three teams on each in each conference. And now it seems to be that there's a lot more teams that have a chance of winning. Yeah, I mean, much to the chagrin of me as a Patriots fan, I agree with you. These playoffs have been insane. I mean, if nobody wa- nobody thought the Titans would go into Foxborough and win. Nobody thought they'd go into Baltimore. Nobody thought the Vikings would beat the Saints. Uh, that Chiefs-Houston uh, game was nuts. The product's really good right now, and Goodell must be sitting in his evil lair laughing it up, raking in millions. Cause it's, it's interesting, though, because I actually don't love – the, the fact we might get a matchup like Packers-Titans. I don't like that game at all. I think that's great, though, because that means that teams that maybe aren't as good as the top-tier teams still have enough like firepower to compete with them. Instead, it was used to just be the top is way better than everybody else, yeah. so now it's even out. So I think it's, that's good. it's better than the Patriots versus Team B in the AFC every year. That's it's true. like not even worth watching the playoffs. But uh, guys, what do you think? The NFL product right now, what do you think of it? Yeah, personally, as a non-Patriots fan, it is always a joy for me to watch the playoffs unfold and truth not know what's going to happen. Because in the past decade at least, you always know, all right, the Patriots are going to beat at least one team and then probably go to the Super Bowl 50-50. I think with the Patriots out of the picture in the first round, you're like, you look at the Titans and you're like, oh, I'm not, I don't have I don't have a team to root for. So I'm just going to root for the underdog. And when that happens, it's a lot more exciting. And, um, yeah, I agree with you, Dylan. I think the NFL is going, going in a good, uh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, I'll, I'll add on that a little bit because the whole reason behind this take was that I look at the old quarterbacks, you know, the Brady's and the Aaron Rodgers and all of them older guys, and they're still good enough to be that high contender team. But now we have a bunch of new guys that are finally getting their game good enough to where their teams become high contenders. And we're kind of in that middle ground where there's really good old guys and really good new guys, where it's the passing of the guard, but we're not completely there yet. So yeah. we're like really in a good sweet spot. Cam, Cam touched on that last week, how you're saying goodbye to guys like Rivers, Manning. But uh, they're still good. Roethlisberger. Yeah, no, like the Steelers could be a sneaky team next year if Roethlisberger like stays healthy and plays like decently. Um but yeah, there's there's a lot of like you're saying like these new quarterbacks coming up are really starting to take a hold of the league like we haven't seen before in a while. So it's gonna be exciting. Tucker, what do you think? What do you think of the NFL product? I mean, I love it. I think that's the biggest light on the NBA right now is that it's it's been so one dimensional recently with the same teams going to the finals every year. It's been the worst part about following the NBA. And seeing this in the NFL with new guys, I mean, two of the four QBs in the conference championships is their first playoff i think right Tannehill and uh grapple this is their first playoff yeah yep yep i mean it's fun it's different it's refreshing honestly yeah so that's a good take though i like that take thank you all right cam Shut it up. Oh, Trey mcnitch (laughs) you are gonna have my hat oh no so you, we were just touching on the old guys going out and the new guys coming in. There's one name that I, I failed to mention last week, and that was for a specific reason. 
That's Aaron Rodgers. We didn't talk about his future. Um, talked about, you know, the Rivers are all the burgers, so we think they're done. Aaron Rodgers is not finished yet. Uh, it may not be this year with a rookie head coach and, you know, not a ton of talent on the team, but give the coach time to develop the players, let them get some new guys. Aaron Rodgers, if he stays healthy and he's been healthy as of late, He'll win another Super Bowl. He'll continue to win games. He's already pretty much shooing for the Hall of Fame. I think he might up his up his rank on the greatest of all time. Earlier in the show, I've been up and down on Rodgers, and I watched I watched the, the last game, one of the only games I got to watch. I was going to touch on the Texans, actually. I said that earlier. One of the only games I got to watch this weekend was the Packers and the uh, Seahawks. Seahawks. Why are they not great on defense? I don't know. I, I said earlier they have Wagner and Wilson, but I'm going to recant that already. They got Clowney. They got KJ Wright. Griffin's a good Sha- corner Griffin. too. Shaquille Griffin? Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm like in awe. And Shaquille would Rodgers, probably be better if he had two hands, but I don't know. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> no, they really should I think his brother ate it. <laughs> um, but Aaron Rodgers, regardless, picked him apart. Cold day. Um, I still think we'll get to this later. I still think the Niners are going to win, but that's like I said, I don't think it's their year this year, but for, I think Rogers, and this is your problem with him. I think Rogers finally has a coach that he can trust and relate to more than ever. And that's going to be dangerous. I'll jump in here because I don't think he trusts him. I think he is a 40 year old rookie head coach. So he can tell him, Hey, I want to do this. I want to do that. Blah, 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 blah. So I never said that Rodgers wasn't good. He's still good. He's going to continue to be good for at least two, three more years, I think. he's not. He doesn't show any signs of slowing down. He threw some great passes in that game. But he's still a locker room cancer. Like, I, I won't take that away from him. Like, he's still – he forced Mike McCarthy, who's a good head coach, out because he wasn't doing well enough at quarterback. He, it's Allison, you never hear anything out of his teammates like, man, A-Rodge, hey, he's the best, man. I love him. You never hear that, ever. He hates his family. He doesn't get along with his family. Are you kidding me? He's a terrible person. He's a terrible person. He's a locker room cancer. He's good at football. I'll give him that. He's good at football. I think that times are changing. That's all I'm saying. I think this is a coach, whether you think he's bullying him or not, I think they're actually getting along and they're making the system uh, better. I think the Packers might win another one. Any thoughts, Joe? Yeah, I mean, last week I said I'm sick and tired of people saying how good Aaron Rodgers is. But like after watching that game, yeah, he's still pretty good. So I don't know. Will he win? We can't say that he's going to win or not win, but he's definitely good. So, Tucker? All I got to say is they did great this week against a team that's not that great. I mean, I don't think the Seahawks had any of the pieces. If Carson Wentz didn't get a concussion, he'd be in the NFC Championship game this year. I just think that neither of these teams are that great. They're both frauds, and they're going to get trounced by the 49ers next week. You're, I think you're forgetting that the Eagles are terrible. <laughs> I just I, – I don't – I think Carson Wentz is an amazing QB that did great with this. I think they were starting to click. They were starting to click. Like they were – Boston Scott was starting to be a great player on this team for some reason. Like, Never they just had it. I don't know what it was about them, but they just had, like, that X factor. Uh, Carson Wentz is injury prone. He'll never he'll never do well in this league. Ow, my face hurts. I <laughs> hit the ground. Team is. Their whole team is, yeah. There's a, the, the curse. They'll never, they'll never get any the sort of... The curse of Nick Folds. Um, all right. So let's go into some recap. Uh, so first game, uh, Niners over the Vikings. Like I said, the Vikings stink. They always have. They always will. And Kirk doesn't have a clutch team. Bottom 10 quarterback in the league. Oh, but what we get? Yeah, that defense is so good, man. The Niners are so good. They're, I mean, they're my team. I'm rooting for because Jimmy G and Tom Brady are best friends in the world. Um, so I'm rooting for them, and they look really good, man. And Jimmy G, he really, really surprised me on how well he's playing right now. He's starting to prove that he's exactly that. A G. He's a he's a legend. He's gonna he's gonna have a very very good career, and I think it could start this year. Hoist, hoisting his first Lombardi in his first playoff. Just like his mentor, Tommy B. Okay, I think Kirk Cousins 
never had a chance in this game to do anything. If you watched the game, you saw the man was getting pressured on every play. He was sacked six times. They had no run game because of the the offensive line was awful. Like, one of the worst performances I've seen. I mean, if you gave him a chance, I think this could have been at least a decent game, but they never had a chance to get going in this. This was pretty simple to me. Um, the 49ers were just a better team, and if you look at a game, you think there's three facets to football, offense, defense, special teams, and the 49ers destroyed in all three. And when you win two out of those three, you usually win a game, and they won all three, and my God, they crushed them. Cam? Yeah, I think um, I got to watch the first half of this game, and it was a it was a dominant showing by the 49ers. Nick Bosa is freak of nature. Uh, he actually didn't have that great of a game. I just I just think he's crazy. Um, yeah, 49ers are rolling on to the Super Bowl. We'll talk about that in a little bit. I don't know why I sleep on Richard Sherman. Like I thought his career was over when he left Seattle, but he's still so good. He's still so good. I think it's because he's so overconfident that, like, he tries to make himself sound smarter than everybody just because he, whatever, went to Stanford. Big deal. I went to Endicott College. Like, you don't hear me talking about it. So, he's a he's a, he's a, he's a good, good player, man. And he's still good. And he's he, he's not that old. I don't even know how old he is, but he's not that old. So, he definitely held down one side of the field. I mean, they had, uh, what, Thielen and Diggs. And he shut down one of them every single play. Well, it, so. it, I mean, Kirk Cousins was throwing to them, so it's not that hard. Um all right, let's move on. Uh, Titans over Ravens, biggest upset of the weekend. Uh, I said in the show that if Derrick Henry is able to run over them, that'll be a problem. He is a big problem. He is so good. Why was he not good the entire time he's been in the league? That's just not true. He was a yeah. record with this year. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like this year and last year he was good, but like what is this? His fourth year in the league? He I didn't hear a peep out of him his rookie year or anything like that. So. The Titans were so high on Marcus Mariota, they didn't even probably give him a chance. And they but, had um, they had Bishop Sankey or somebody before that. I don't know if Derek Henry. They had Demarco. They had Demarco. Maybe that was it. Demarco. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. didn't give him a shot. Um, the guy is an absolute freak. I didn't get to watch the game. Like I said, I had a lot going on this weekend. But he's averaged something like 165 yards in the past nine games. I think he'll probably do that again against the Chiefs. I really do. I think he's going to run all over them. And I think, I don't know the stats on this, if there's ever been a 200-yard rusher to lose in the playoffs, but I think that could very well happen this week. And he also had a passing touchdown. Yeah, he ran that the Tim Tebow play. play. The Tim Tebow play. jump pass. Oh, it was a good ball, too. He was a quarterback in high school, so he's got some experience. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if you shut down the Ravens' run, they're a completely different team. Like I said earlier. Um, and it didn't help that Mark Ingram was injured. He had some Achilles thing going on. I don't know. All I know is I love to see the Ravens lose. I hate that organization so goddamn much. I was so happy to see them lose, even if, even if it was to the team that beat the Patriots. I don't care. The Titans are likable right now. I mean, this game was just awesome for me. I love watching Derrick Henry. He's probably one of the funnest people to watch in the NFL right now. Most fun. I'm enjoying every minute of him. Ryan Tannehill is useless in that offense, and it's just great watching Mariota from the sideline piss because literally anyone could do what Tannehill is doing right now. He's thrown for 160 yards over two games. It's just been their entire offense is just let Derrick Henry do what Derrick Henry does, and it's working every single time, which I love. And then on the other side of the ball – the Ravens just, what worked for them all year didn't work. That was the problem. They got unlucky on a few things, but, I mean, they're known for going for it on fourth, and they went for it on fourth, and they couldn't get it. I mean, they had, like, eight different drives that ended in Titans territory that they didn't convert on. Yeah. I mean, with stats like that, you're not going to win regardless of anything. So, as much as I've said the Patriots' offense was miserable – I think they would have won that game if they beat the Titans because I think Bill would have done the exact same thing. I think he would have shut down that run and turned them into a passing team, and they had such a good secondary that I think they could have won that game. Um, yeah, but hindsight's twenty twenty, so whatever. Um, let's move on. Uh, Chiefs over Texans. Crazy game. Probably the craziest game. Texans up big early. Um, I'll tell you what, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, he's Tom Brady. He's the new Tom Brady. He's, he's crazy. He's so good. And uh, I, I don't I, like as much as I want to dislike him, I don't at all because he's just such a good quarterback and he he seems like a good guy, too. Um, 
My one thing on the Chiefs is their defense could be a problem. I think you saw it early, and I think against Derrick Henry, like Cam said, that that he could, you know, explode on them. But I just think that the Chiefs are too much, and they're playing their best football right now. They're going to be really tough to beat. They're hitting their stride. Um, as far as the Texans go, I think, like you said, uh, somebody, I think Tucker said that the the line was was bad, and and Deshaun was all over the place. I think Deshaun was trying to do a little too much with his feet. Um, I don't know, but I the the, the matchup I want to see is Chiefs Niners. I think that's the best game. That's a high powered offense versus a stout defense. I think that's the best game you can ask for right now. But yeah, uh, anything on the game, guys? Chiefs Texans. Chiefs Texans. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Mahomes is a monster. He's uh forced to be reckoned with. They the Chiefs have won six or seven straight, and their last loss was to the Titans in Tennessee. I don't see that happening again. Um, like I said earlier, Derrick Henry's, they're going to pound him again. I think, Tucker, I disagree with you. Yeah, any quarterback could do what Tannehill's doing, but that's exactly what they want him to do. He can do more, but he doesn't need to. I think this is a game that if Henry starts to you know slow down or show signs of not having it, then Tannehill might have to come out and shine, and I think he might. But um, overall, I think Chiefs are going to take it. Tucker? I mean – as a rebuttal of that, I mean, I'm not saying Tannehill can't do more. He's proved throughout the year he can. But anyone, I'm just saying anyone can do what he's doing right now. I mean, it's just they don't care about the quarterback in their current offense. And it's working for them. And I say keep doing it if it's working. But I don't think this defense is good enough to stop Patrick Mahomes in this offense. I mean, they've been good the last two weeks. I mean, they've held the teams to 12 and 13 points on teams that average over 25 points a game, but it's just a whole different animal with Patrick Mahomes, and I'm not really sure that they have a weakness And it's in, not in, on the offensive side of the ball. It's not, yeah, it's not Patrick Mahomes. I mean, it is, but it, he has great offense around him. He's got the best tight end in the league that can do whatever second, they want. Second best. Kittle second pretty, best. Don't disrespect George like that. Okay. <laughs> but he can play... Exactly what a tight end, yeah, the, what the very best good. tight end very can good. do. They they can use him in any sort of scenario. He's a giant tool, but he's very good. Yeah. <laughs> they have the fastest wide receiver in the league. Yeah, yeah. Tyreek's an animal, and Sammy Watkins is yeah. nothing to mess with either. He's so he's they got good. too many offensive weapons. They're good. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it was a crazy game, and uh, Texans. I don't know what to say, man. I mean, better luck next year. Um, Disgusting. All right. Oh, next year, oh, not gonna <laughs> So, never, unless they fire Bill O'Brien. Last game of the week, uh, pack over the Hawks. Uh, the Hawks disappointed me. Like Cam said, they should be good on D. They're not. I mean, that spot at the end of the game, though, was bananas. That was a horrible call. Whoa. Did you see Devontae Adams' tweet? Yeah. No, I don't care about it either. It was a bad spot. These eyes don't lie. Nope. These these beautiful blue eyes do not lie. I'm right here. They no are pretty beautiful. Devontae is an official. Whatever, man. It it looked like a bad. He looked like he moved him up like three yards. It was crazy. I, I mean, he definitely was short, but no, you know, like there was the play, it was the call, and I'm fine with it. Like I said last week, no replay. I love it. Play on. They did replay it. They did replay. It. Yeah, but they didn't overturn <laughs> yeah. it. All right, all right, all right. Okay, now listen. The the spot on the field. Was horrendous. Like I think they gave him yeah, like a the, yard and a half. Right, out right. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't it. That wasn't the case. I do, however, think that if they gave him the first down on the field, no matter what they saw in the replay, and when I looked at the replay, I thought he got it anyway. Yeah, me too. But regardless, that's not getting overruled. If they ruled him short, that's probably not getting overruled either. I think it was a it was a rate on the line kind of play. The ref was behind him. So I think once he moved forward a little bit, they gave him the extra yard. I think it's a good call. And like Tucker said, the tweet shows the line, yellow line lies. Don't count on it. First down. I'm with you 100%, Cam. That's exactly what I'm thinking. I mean, the problem with that game is not going for it on fourth down. How are you going to give uh, Aaron Rodgers the ball at the end of the game down five points? And then expect to win the game. I don't mind it. I do. You, I mean, you know he's not going to just – you think that you're going to force Aaron Rodgers to a three and out? No chance. No, There's just no chance that's happening. you got to go for it in my opinion. 
They got them where they wanted. Their offense wasn't playing great. Actually, at the end of the game, they they stepped it up. But their offense wasn't electric, and they they were coming back. They had them where they wanted them. Third and seven, third and whatever it was at the end four, and you know they just couldn't do it. And I don't know. I was just the goat. If I if I have the choice of betting on Russell Wilson or betting against Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to bet on Russell Wilson in that situation. You know what I mean? I'm just – I don't have the courage with my defense to bet against Aaron Rodgers. I, t- I tell you what, Aaron Rodgers, uh, like Cam said, he's starting to look like the guy that's the underdog that's really like been taking a lot of flack and he's looking to prove people like myself wrong and that's scary. He's starting to take that underdog role that Brady always takes, like wh- me against the world, even if it's not exactly the case, but he's he's scary right now. Um all right, so let's go into uh, predictions. Um, so we have Niners-Packers. Um, I've got the Niners over the Packers. Like I said, Packers are still frauds. Jimmy G's looking good. Uh, San Francisco defense is too strong, and uh, I think Sherman's going to be able to shut down Adams, and they're going to have to rely on their run game a lot more. So I got the Niners. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say Niners by 50, and I'm not exaggerating. Uh, I love it. Never Sticking with out, it. So. We're 0-2 on that one, but I'm rolling with it. Let's go. Uh, Tucker, who you got in this game? It's it's Niners all the way. I don't. I think the Packers aren't that good. They're playing the worst team in the playoffs in the Seahawks. So it's not exactly hard for them to beat that. But now you're going against probably the best defense outside of the Patriots in the NFL and a pretty good offense with a really good rushing game. And I just don't see them being able to keep up with that. I think Aaron Rod- I don't think it's ever a hundred percent because Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers at the end of the day. But, um, I mean, Niners is definitely my move here. Cam, we got, Oh, I love the Niners. I love the Niners. I said last week, they're my new dynasty. There is not a player on the Niners. I do not like Debo Samuel is my favorite player in the NFL. Are you kidding me with this guy? He does it all. And he's only a rookie. And, you know, if you passed on him, you slept. I got Niners versus Aaron Rodgers. And the Niners take it by 17. Dylan? Like I said last week, I think the 49ers have the best defense in the field still. And for that reason, I think they're going to take this one. Defense wins championships. All right, um, and then we got Chiefs Titans. Uh, I got the Chiefs winning this one. They're just they're just too good on offense. Uh, I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. I like I said, I'm worried about the Chiefs D. They stink, but uh, they're too explosive. They, last week they scored three TDs in three minutes and ten seconds or something like that. That's insanity. That's so good. Um, and I think it, if they're able to stop the, I think Tannehill is really gonna be the key to this game. Because he hasn't really stepped up yet. He hasn't had that playoff performance. The only way they win is if he shows up and he starts balling out. Tucker? All right. Um, you know what? I got to go against Trey just so that we can have a defined loser in this uh, competition to see who comes in last place. But, I mean, I'm going to throw out there team of destiny here in the Titans. This team wasn't supposed to make the playoffs. They tra- changed QBs midseason. They come out. Beat the Patriots. Beat the Ravens. You kidding me? They beat the two teams that were supposed to win. And now they're going up against the Chiefs. And let me guess, everyone's against them again. I think that they just killed the Ravens. They beat them by 16 points. And it wasn't even that I close. They came, it, it they came never, back in the end. Yeah. It was never up for debate this yeah. entire game. They had some garbage time points. It was not close. Yeah, I'm going to take them here. I've talked myself into the Tennessee Titans winning this game. Uh, Dylan, who you got? Uh, I mean, I I want to say the Chiefs because they're that much better, and they really should win. It's just I I look at the Titans and what they were able to do against the Ravens, and they were really able to stop the run. I don't think uh, the Chiefs have a tremendous run game, so they can't really deploy that same strategy. So it comes down to will they be able to play really good defense against the pass? And I mean, I don't I don't know the Texan or the Titans as well to know that, but I don't think it's going to be enough, so I'm going to go Chiefs in this one for sure. Cam, who you got? This one's coming down to whoever scores more points, and that is a fact. <laughs> All right, but which team is it going to be? Um 
Before I go, I would just like to say I have been Team Titans since the beginning. Didn't pick them, but I I said Ryan Tannehill is good this year. I think the Chiefs are going to win. It's going to come down to their defense. Um, Derrick Henry's he's going to run the ball a lot. He's probably going to gain a lot of yards. I think the Chiefs just need to, to keep him under – 120. Keep them under 120. They win the game. All righty. Uh, there you have it, our picks. So um, if you guys were watching the games this weekend, they had uh, some special moments with Coach Bill Cower and Coach Jimmy Johnson. They were announced to the Hall of Fame. So we've got uh, a bunch of players that are up for the Hall of Fame this year. First, first, can we talk about how they go about picking? Like, who, how, how many are going to make it? Like, how does that work? I don't know. I don't pay attention. <laughs> Do Usually, you... they so they start with a, a big pool and then they narrow it down from nominees to finalists. And now then there, there's, there's 15. fifteen finalists, and I think they pick around eight or so. It doesn't matter how many, or is it just like based on like politics? Like, if you get enough <laughs> votes, you're in. Or is if it... you good. <laughs> you were good. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So um, the finalists are Steve Atwater, Tori Holt, Troy Palomalu, Tony Bosselli, Steve Hutchison, Richard Seymour, Isaac Bruce, Edgar and James, Zach Thomas, Leroy Butler, John Lynch, Reggie, Rain, Reggie Wayne, Alan Faneca, Sam Mills, and Bryant Young. I'll give you the names that I think are that should be in. Uh, obviously, Richard Seymour, just because he's a Patriot. That defense was so good back in the day. Um, I like Troy Palomalu. I mean, he was on a great Madden cover with Larry Fitzgerald, so that should count for something. Um, who else do I like? I like Isaac Bruce. I remember him uh, on the uh, Rams. He was a pretty good receiver. I remember that catch he had against the Titans, Pretty too. good or Hall of Fame? Hall of Fame. No, he's Hall of Fame. All right. Um, I like Reggie Wayne. Um, yeah, those are my guys that I want to see get in. Um, what do you think, Cam? Who do you got? Um, so I like this segment. I actually suggested it just because these are kind of the guys that we, we finally get to, you know, have a, not a say, but some sort of an idea of guys. We remember them playing. We remember them playing. We actually got to watch these guys play and, you know, we used to play Madden with these guys and we used to see their overalls. So that's, you know, somewhat of what I based it off. (laughs) I don't know with the guys that I don't necessarily like the linemen. Yeah. Yeah. For example, so I'm going. I have two shoe-ins. I think Troy Polamalu and Reggie Wayne are shoe-ins. I am a little biased because they're more recent, and I got to watch them play as their first. But I think their first ballot Hall of Famers. Troy Polamalu was insane, the best safety I've ever seen besides Ed Reed. An old school safety too. He used to lay the wood on guys. Oh yeah, jumping over the line, and he was just—he's a nice guy. Like, who hits somebody that hard and then's like, nice. I remember hearing him talk for the first time. I was like, that cannot be his voice, the way he hits yes. people. But yeah. Shampoo guy. Yeah, the shampoo man. Troy Palmolive. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Tucker, who, who who do you think? You got any names? I mean, I'm going down the same. Oh, Cam, you want to keep going? Well, I'm just going to – those are my shoe-ins. Um, I also think Edgar James deserves a shot. Uh, he's one of the all-time leaders in rushing yards. John Lynch, he's finally, you know, he's a GM now. Or the is it the Niners? He's yeah, yeah, I think it's the Niners. Yeah, no, he's going to get in just politically. He's doing well. Uh, I like Richard Seymour too. And then one of the ones I was thinking because nobody really knows about the offensive lineman, but Alan Faneca. I remember playing Madden with this dude, and every time when you did create a team, he was your guard. So I'm choosing Allen, too. Those are my those are my guys that I like. All right, uh, Tucker, who do you got here? I mean, Trey, I think I'm on the same path as you in terms of finalists. It's the guys that jump off the page me, which are Richard Seymour, Reggie Wayne, Troy Palomalo. Those are the three guys that I feel like are the household names. I mean, I'm not going to say that the guards or any of those guys aren't Hall of Fame caliber. Those names just don't jump off the page like um, the position players and Troy Palomalo do to me. You didn't play football, so you got a lineman bias. I get it. All right, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, no one gives a shit about linemen. (laughs) (laughs) Dylan, uh, you see any names you like here? Uh, The only one on that list I recognize is Troy Palomalo, so I'm going with him. All righty. 
There we go. Uh, your Hall of Famers from Wasted Takes. That's who we got in the Hall of Fame. So tonight is the national championship for college football. We, uh, we're thinking about recording after, but due to some uh, issues, uh, you know, we're all adults and we have things to do. We're very important people. Uh, we couldn't record after, so uh, we're going pregame right now. Um, what I got on the game is LSU was so ready to go. Like our friend John Fontaine said, he said to us in a chat, um, you know, there was a hype video for them. It was crazy. It was so good. Uh, Cam and I got money on this game. He's got to pay me $100 if they win. Um, I just think that Joe and Coach O have some magic right now. They've got something going on. They're, they love each other too much. And uh, Clemson, at the end of the day, they struggled against Justin Fields. He's trash, like Cam said. So how are they going to stop Joe Burrow is my thing. Cam, tell me why you're not going to pay me $100 tomorrow. I never said Justin Fields is trash. I said he wasn't clutch. <laughs> trash. Okay. No, not trash. Very good. Um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be fun to watch Clemson throttle these guys. Uh, when it comes to game planning, LSU, oh, all they had to say is we're playing a Big 12 school, throw the ball up, let our receivers catch it because their DBs are terrible. Um, it's going to be a little different with Clemson. Dabo's going to game plan this thing heavy. They're going to be able to shut down um, the receivers from LSU. Joe's going to have to make some more than Heisman-like plays to win this game, and I don't think he will. I still think he's the best quarterback in the league. He's going to go to the Bengals and be good in the NFL. But uh, Clemson, 38-20. You've said, Cam, you've said that Trevor Lawrence is the best prospect you've seen coming out of college no, since, since luck. Oh, Joe Burrow. Okay, so you, so you don't love Trevor Lawrence. No, I hate Trevor Lawrence. I just really hope he wins. <laughs> All right, Tucker, you got anything on the game? He's never lost. I don't see why he does it now. Right. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, this kind of a head versus heart game for me. My heart wants LSU to win so badly, but my head just tells me that this is going to Clemson. I mean, they got the better rug game, and ATN, ATN is just – a stud. He's averaging eight yards a carry. I think going into la two weeks ago, their game against Ohio State, they were honestly rusty. I mean, they hadn't played real competition all season. They get their first one. They come out a little slow. They weren't really used to this kind of team playing them. And then second half, they dominate. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be a stud in the NFL. He's a great quarterback. I think they have all the pieces I mean, I just think that they're probably the better team. Dabo Sweeney's a great coach, and I just, I don't know. I think it's going to be close. I'm going to like it. I'm going to bet the over, but my head's just telling me that uh, Clemson's going to win this one. I I actually love Trevor Lawrence. I, I, I If the Patriots lose Brady, I hope they tank and they go so bad and we get Trevor Lawrence strapping up for the Patriots in a couple years. That'd be nice. Uh, Dylan, I know you don't uh, – Really pay attention to college football, and you said purple tigers over yellow tigers. Any any thoughts on the game? Is it is it still the same scenario? Yeah, yeah, go purple, purple tigers. Hell right. yeah! Well, Actually, I have a coworker who's a big LSU fan. Whole family is, so I'm pulling for him because I like the guy. Okay, wait, that's so you don't have Clemson, you have LSU. I thought LSU was the purple one. Oh, I might have mixed that up. All right, that's on me. So you got LSU. Well, I think I had the orange ones, but now I, I like see. The purple okay, ones. so I said. I said, what did I say? I said purple tigers versus orange tigers is what I said originally, and you said orange. So that's on me. That's on me. I got my colors mixed up. That's usually a you think because you're colorblind, yeah, but uh, that's on me. All right. So I think our, the cats are going to win this one. Yep. The cats probably will win. Um, all right. So, Tucker, I would like you to buy the last round tonight because you said something preposterous in the group chat this week. Tell me what you think about literature. Give me your literature take right now. Buy me the last round. All right. Last round of the night, Percy Jackson is a better series than Harry Potter. Everywhere around it, you got Greek mythology versus stupid little magic, people casting spells. That entire book series could have been ended. The Boy Who Lived, dude, it was a baby. You don't need to use a spell to kill him. Just throw him against a wall. This whole book series is taken on by a preposterous thing that a grown man that was a wizard couldn't kill a baby because his spell didn't work. All right, I have, I have serious beef with this because this is the most <laughs> – this is the dumbest thing you've ever said on this show. This is dumber than Lamar Jackson. This is dumber than anything you've ever said on this show. And I and you, you think I'm not taking this seriously? I've got stats for you, Tucker. I've got major stats. All right, so there were over 500 million Harry Potter copies sold at this point. 
there are 20 to 50 million, I couldn't find the exact number, of Percy Jackson books. That's a pretty big discrepancy. It's more popular. I'm just saying it's better. There's $7.7 billion in ticket sales for Harry Potter movies. There was $450 million for the Percy Jackson movies, which sucks. They didn't even stick to the source material. They were so bad. I like Percy Jackson, but these movies stunk. And then Harry Potter spawned other films, book series, plays. There's an, a Broadway play based on Harry Potter. And there's theme parks, multiple theme parks. There's three of them. How can you say I'm, this at all I'm about Percy Jackson, which so has none? So did you know that there's other book series and a Broadway play based off the Percy Jackson there, series? There is. There is. What do you mean? There no, is. there's not. Yes, there is. <laughs> series on Egyptian mythology. There's a Broadway play. Nobody read those. Those are trash. Right now. What Broadway Fuck show? What's it called? Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. Okay, so it's based directly off the book. It's not a new series that was spawned from Harry Potter. I will say I mean, I from Percy Jackson. Of it. All right. I don't know a lot of it. Uh, I'll, I'll, let me slide in here. I will say in sixth grade, I hate hated to read. In third grade, I hated to read too. Spawned till sixth grade. Bring it up to right now. I still hate to read. The only books that I read completely, one to five, whatever it was, was the Percy Jackson series. So there's a little bit of something for you there. Did you not read the Harry Potter books? I read one, two, three, and four. Okay, and you're seven. a fool. You're a fool. They're but good I, books. They're much I, better no, they're, books. They're, I, I like the story I'm of Percy Jackson. I'm uh, slide in for his take Harry on the Potter's issue. Listen, listen, listen. Harry Potter was a completely made-up new story, all from this woman's head. Now, I hate this woman. She's a terrible oh, person. I, but... She she made everything up. She came up with all this stuff. Percy Jackson's based off an, oh, oh, an existing mythology. No, 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 no. Let's get Cam's take. Let's get Cam's take. Cam, what do you got here? Not a big reader over here, guys. <laughs> all right, Tucker's buddy. What's what's your name? Not a big reader either. What's I got your, Percy Jackson. What's your name? Mark. Mark. All right. Why do you have Percy Jackson, Mark? I need to know. Uh, I have no reason to back this up. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, there you go. End of the argument. I win. Another victory for Trey. Another victory for Trey. There we are. Man, listen. Have you ever been to Harry Potter World in, in Orlando? You wouldn't last one day in Harry Potter World. Harry Potter World. Harry Potter World is electric. It's awesome. Harry Potter World's incredible. The books? Meh. How many times have you been to uh, Percy Jackson World? Put oh, wait. It doesn't exist. Hermione. Wait. I have... 10 times to... out of 10. Hermione's a dumb nerd. Okay, okay. Emma Watson walking down the stairs in the pink dress in the fourth movie changed me oh as a person. Oh, my God. Alexander Daddario versus Emma Watson isn't a debate. Yes, buddy. it is. She's so no, much more, not. like, cute. Long-haired Emma Watson was phenomenal. Fire. I can't wait for that Twitter poll. We're putting pictures up for that one. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> Well, that's our show, guys. Uh, thanks for getting wasted with us. Um, you know, uh, enter, t- hit us up on Twitter. Tell us what we messed up. Hit us up on Instagram. Tell us what we messed up. Tell us what we got right. You know, tell us if we're doing well. Um, that's tell episode four, boys. Yeah, top, top, tell, send Tucker some hate mail. Um, he needs it. <laughs> he needs to be brought down to earth a little bit after that last conversation. But uh, that's episode four. Thanks, thanks for uh, listening, guys.